93.3. Always on the cutting edge. Voice of the Cape Drive Time, that's where we are. 0829-913-913. That's the number, that's the WhatsApp number. Straight into our studio screen is on the desk. The COVID vaccines that the Palestinian authorities have managed to secure are proven to be challenging because of the poor infrastructure and the restrictions imposed upon Gaza blockaded for 13 years. Add that to the fact that the uh, Israeli population have been widely preferred uh, for the vaccines as opposed to Palestinians. So on uh, the uh, dawn, or in fact, in fact, after Human Rights Day, which was the 21st of March, we sit back and we think um, health rights and Palestinian rights, surely they are human rights. Online is a Palestinian ambassador to South Africa, Ms. Hannah Jarrar. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you and good afternoon. The issue of COVID vaccines and the uh, Palestinian people uh, has become something of an, an international human rights issue, hasn't it? Um, we've mm. seen the Israeli population itself almost 100% vaccinated, not Palestinians. Yes, true. And unfortunately, in such distinct times, while the international community is standing together, shoulder to shoulder, supporting each other in international solidarity to overcome this pandemic, Israel is recording uh, uh, records in abusing human uh, rights and is using the pandemic as another venue to abuse Palestinians' human rights, especially when it comes to to uh, rights to health care, proper health care, proper medication, and the vaccines uh, recently. Uh, because as we all understand that under the Fourth Geneva Convention, Israel, as an occupying power, is legally obligated to supply adequate food, health care services, and medical supplies to the occupied Palestinian territories something that is never happened, unfortunately, especially now in such distinct times. But it seems as if Israel thinks that uh, the Oslo Accords, which no longer exist, are their excuse for doing nothing. They will turn around and say, yes, but the Palestinians must look after themselves. Yes, but Israel is the one who at the first place really renounced the Oslo Accord, but not by not obligating itself to, to it at the first place. But uh, obviously the international community, the UN uh, uh, resolutions, and we as Palestinians, we, we uh, uh, disagree with this uh, uh, thing because Israel is compelled under international law to fulfill its obligations to vaccinate and supply adequate resources to Palestinians. Uh, uh, this is really what Israel is saying is another show of deliberate denial of Palestinian rights uh, and insisting on, on becoming more and more as an apartheid state. And this is not something that we really did say or claim. It's the Israelis themselves who, who said so, especially when we are talking about the latest report on human rights by a leading Israeli human rights organization, B'Tselem, when they announced that Israel is not a democracy because it's not a system where really shows democracy at its best. Uh, it is a system where Jewish supremacy is practiced at its best. 
And in this case, we cannot say that Israeli's democracy is an apartheid regime where Jewish supremacy is prevailed. Yeah, I mean, it certainly is um, a crazy landscape because a question that I've got, and it's a simple issue of health, isn't it very short-sighted if the Israelis um, vaccinate themselves, but right in their midst is a Palestinian population? And a lot of Palestinians, or not a lot, but some Palestinians work in Israeli areas. You've got... um, uh, Israeli Arabs or Arab Israelis as well. Surely that's very short-sighted because if they don't vaccinate everybody, then the virus isn't going to go away. It's going to just come back. Yes, true. But Israel, you know, it's it's going into elections. Actually, today is the fourth Israeli elections in 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 a couple of uh, one or two one and a half years. So they just want to to do the propaganda that uh, because the the elections race is between right and ultra right. So you can imagine the landscape that they are operating in. So uh, in their mindset, they just want to vaccinate the Jewish people, unfortunately. Uh, But to be honest in this regard, the the Palestinian workers recently has been vaccinated by Israel uh, after two months of starting the rolling out of uh, uh, proper vaccinations uh, in Israel in December. So only until recently, last month, they started to vaccinate Palestinian workers because, of course, not because they want to vaccinate Palestinians, but because they need the, the Palestinian workers and uh, they cannot avoid uh, of not vaccinating them, unfortunately. Very quickly, it's a footnote, I know. Who do you think is actually going to win this fourth general election that Israel has had because they can't seem to settle upon a government. I know that Netanyahu and Gantz, that their sharing deal isn't working. Who do you think is going to win it and is it going to make any difference? It's not going, we do believe that it's not going to be one side who will win, but unfortunately uh, the Israeli community is turning systematically under the Netanyahu government into becoming a more right-wing uh, society, unfortunately. Uh, so we do believe that the race in these elections today is between right and ultra uh, right. So the question is not who's going to win. The question is who's going to make the coalition uh, for uh, the new uh, the new government. So it's not clear yet. People need to go to to uh, the poll to the uh, polls, and they have to to choose. We have to wait. It, it will be um, tomorrow or it, the the results to show who's gonna to win or who's gonna to to form the government. This is the issue. Or we have to stay to wait until uh, the, the new coalition is is uh, formed by doing negotiations and doing compromises between uh, the two. But um, uh, let's hope that uh, uh, things will will uh, be at least in the favor of the Israeli community and not being in the favor of the ultra right uh, uh, voters. Yeah, I mean, that certainly is a big question, isn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, very quickly, how much is the issue of Netanyahu's corruption trial a part of um, the elections? Because if he doesn't get any position of power, it looks like he's going to go to court. Oh, 
obviously the Israelis, the, the question, the main issue of the Israelis going to elect today was one major question in their mind is whether you want Netanyahu in government or you want Netanyahu in jail. So the people going to elect have only this question in their uh, minds. And the whole propaganda for the elections and the campaigns were concentrating on uh, this. So let's wait and see what the Israelis going going to choose. Yeah, I mean, it certainly is going to be interesting, and let's hope that it, uh, the worm does turn in the favor of the yes, Palestinian but also community. Yes, yeah. note on this, obviously, that the deep apparatus inside the Israeli government are not uh, longer, are fed up with Netanyahu's practices, are not longer in favor of him being in government. So let's hope and let's wait to see the results. Mr. Mr. Ambassador, let's get back uh, to, I think, what right now for Palestinians is the more pressing issue, and that is of COVID vaccinations. Uh, When we last did a story, uh, Gaza had received 20,000 vaccines. That means 10,000 health workers in in Gaza could be vaccinated. Um, Have the Palestinian authorities been able to get more vaccines for um, Palestinians, because one I'm, one thing I'm seeing here is that the vaccines that the Palestinians have managed to get is not the same that the Israelis have got. Uh, we've got we've got uh, COVID or a COVID vaccine apartheid working here. Yes, actually, Palestine is trying its best the Palestinian government to get vaccines for the Palestinian territory, which comprises West Bank, Gaza Strip, and of course, East Jerusalem, the population there, because they have a residency in East Jerusalem, they were vaccinated by the Israeli uh, administration there. Uh, So they are trying very hard to bring vaccinations uh, into the Palestinian territory. Until now, we were able, the Palestinian government was able to bring like 12,000 uh, uh, vaccines uh, that were distributed, distributed uh, to the frontliners. Yesterday, they started, the Palestinian government has started the rolling out of um, uh, the vaccines uh, uh, from uh, different uh, sources, the Sputnik, from uh, uh, the Chinese, uh, uh, who, who were donated by the Chinese uh, government, and also uh, through the COVAX. Uh, um, uh, mechanism. Uh, so, so uh, there, there have been trials really by the Palestinian government, like all other governments all over the world, to provide uh, whatever they can uh, according to their, of course, you know, limited budget and limited access. Uh, also uh, to get vaccines for the Palestinian uh, people. Unfortunately, until now, it has been very limited. Hopefully, the rolling out of vaccinations, according to the strategy that has been announced yesterday by the Ministry of Health, will uh, work out and goes for the satisfaction of the Palestinian people. Because right now, we are still on lockdown, uh, and the numbers are getting higher and higher, unfortunately. Yeah, so it's certainly going to be um, a long haul. It's certainly going to take a long time. Uh, At the moment, um, what percentage of the Palestinian population do you think can receive the mix of vaccines that the authorities have managed to, to purchase? 
Well, they say that the process is obligatory and anyone who is interested can uh, really uh, go and um, uh, for a platform, certain platform, and uh, they can uh, register. Uh, and according to the sectors that has been announced, anyone who is registered will get the um, vaccine. But I'm sure the Palestinian people are really interested in getting the vaccines because they are fed up of the situation. They, they have been uh, uh, into like lockdown on and off since March. And I do believe that uh, they are willing to take uh, the, vaccination, the, the vaccines as soon as uh, uh, the government announced that they will uh, get it. I'm not sure about the percentage, but I think that uh, the Palestinian government will be able to cover uh, a good percentage, taking into consideration that a good amount of Palestinians, like around 60,000 Palestinians, are workers inside uh, uh, Israel, so they got the vaccines by default. And when we look at um, the, the the whole situation, um, obviously the whole COVID thing is just again re-emphasizing all the divides and the divisions. What has been the response from the international community, the so-called famous international community, mm-hmm. some of whom pay lip service to Palestinian rights but don't seem to go beyond that? Unfortunately, yes, because uh, the issue there, there is also a debate and there is like a, a kind of a war among the other countries, not only when it comes to Palestine, uh, when we are talking about the vaccines. Even South Africa has been very vocal on this racism uh, into uh, keeping the vaccines and giving the copyright for uh, producing vaccines for the rich countries, actually. Uh, and uh, South Africa has been very vocal about it. So when we are talking about this issue, we are we're we don't really talk about Palestine because it's it's a global issue. And uh, many countries are still struggling to get the vaccines, uh, not only not only Palestine. It's true that Palestine is uh, under occupation and it has a unique status. But also we have, when we are going to talk about this, we have to, to be very objective and we are to take into consideration the, uh, uh, the global uh, situation uh, when it comes to the uh, vaccines. Uh, the international community supported Palestine in its demand that it is an Israeli obligation to provide vaccines under the international uh, law because, as I mentioned, under the Fourth Geneva Convention, the occupying power is legally obligated to, to supply uh, vaccines uh, for people uh, under its uh, occupation. As a matter of interest, do you have any idea of how many excess vaccination doses the Israelis have because we've been getting stories that Canada for example has stockpiled 10 doses per citizen United Kingdom Britain six doses per citizen which to us in a country like South Africa which is not the wealthiest country in the world um, is a total injustice to the people of Africa and and other parts of the world Has Israel got a a, a surplus of COVID vaccines? I'm just curious. We do believe that it has, uh, uh, yes. For sure, it has a surplus, and uh, maybe after elections, they will consider maybe giving uh, other sectors, maybe from the Palestinian community, uh, the vaccines. We are not sure yet, but um, I do believe we do believe that it has excessive uh, um, uh, amounts of vaccines. But I'm not sure because they never, you know, announced this. Yes. 
Absolutely. Ambassador Hanan Jarrah, the Honorable Palestinian Ambassador to South Africa, thanks for chatting to us around human rights uh, just after South African Human Rights Day. The issue today, uh, COVID vaccines not being widely applied to Palestinians when Israeli citizens have had their full dose. Uh, Your Excellency Hanan Jarrah, thank you for chatting to us. Thank you and have a lovely evening. Drive time on 91.3. Always on the cutting edge.